Hello and welcome back, everybody. Happy, uh, what's tomorrow? Wednesday. Happy Hump Day Eve. My name is Saro. I'm the host of the Organic Football Podcast. And with me, I've got Rich Murray and Brad Smith. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Or should I say tonight? Tonight. How are you doing tonight? This evening. Evening. Uh, I'm doing well. How about you, Bradley? I would describe it as my spirits are ch- are chippy. And they're very happy right now. Chippy. You're, mm-hmm. You said oh, chippy or guy. trippy? No, is there chippy. An R in there or just chippy? Just chippy. Oh, chippy! Right mm-hmm. on. That's good. I think I have a feeling why they're chippy. We just had our fantasy draft, so I think that has something to do with it. There is some things, yes. There was a lot okay. of things. Right on. <laughs> a we'll, lot of we'll, things. We'll get into. We'll get that. into it all. We'll dive. We'll dive into that. Okay. For for okay. those of you who are first time listeners or returning listeners, um, feel free to subscribe, to rate, and to review. Um, you know, we're on uh, Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on we're on everything, right, Rich? Like we're on all of the fucking platforms. I don't even know what half of them are, but Organic yeah. Football Podcast. Go ahead and hit the like button. Go ahead and throw in a request. Say hi. You know. Uh, that's that's a good way for you to interact with us. So, I think yeah. If you uh, want to talk to us, hit us up on uh, Instagram, and then um, yeah, we're on most of the platforms now. It got us up on Amazon Music, which I had heard of a platform. So every time I hear of a platform, I'll try to throw it out there. So if I'm not on the platform you like to use, even let me know. I'll I'll, uh, I'll try to get us up there. It's usually pretty simple. Yeah, we'll even try that TikTok thing one of these days. I don't even know what that means. But anyway, we had a hell of a <laughs> a weekend. We're coming off of our fantasy draft, and uh, all three of us were in person uh, way the hell out in Avondale, <clears throat> and uh, we had a pretty good time and a pretty good draft. I, I think, I mean, I had a great time. I still have to look at my team and see who I picked up, but uh, <laughs> how how did uh, how'd you guys fare? <laughs> Two days later, so I was, so I was like, "What? What, what exactly <laughs> happened?" Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm, that was mm-hmm. a great time, man. I was, I was glad to be in the house. Uh, been a few years since we did an in-person draft, personally, Brad and I. So uh, it was definitely a lot of fun. Good to be in the house and had a good time. I felt like I was pretty happy with my draft coming out of it. How about you, Brad? Yeah, I was definitely very happy coming out. Uh, I don't normally draft with a big group of people. It's usually solidarity in my own room or back in the day when we did the war room before COVID, you know, I like, you know, kind of that like focused mind, not necessarily a big party, but you know, it's a PPR league. So let's make it a party. So went out to the draft, had a good time and uh, crazy shit happened. So, yeah. And that is exactly where I'm going to stop it because that's a little teaser. We're going to talk more about that later on. But what we're going to do now is we're going to actually switch uh, switch the gears and we're going to stick to the format a little bit. We're going to talk about mm-hmm. the Cardinals and their canceled preseason game. So as of the morning of the game, which what day was that, Rich? Was that Saturday or? Well, so they were, yeah, the game was scheduled for Saturday and they bumped it up to 10 a.m. initially. They let the Cardinals get on their plane. <laughs> and then they canceled the game while the Cardinals were in midair. They literally turned their plane back around and flew back home. So pretty wild yeah. stuff for the Cardinals. And, I did and not know Saints. that detail. And, I mean, definitely feel for 
Yeah, they were on the plane. That's bullshit. I heard that on Doug and Wolf. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, they were they were they were midair and they did a little U turn because Hurricane Ida, I believe. Um, you know, I'm hoping everybody over there is is okay, but they, you know they had to cancel the game for that, and uh, it's just a canceled game. You know, hopefully everyone's yeah. safe. But um, <clears throat> so we didn't get a third preseason game, and yeah, pretty we get pretty the, wild we get to start man. out so. Yeah, uh, you know, I wish the NFL would do a little better on that. Like, it's pretty clear that they weren't ever going to play the game. Like, if you just use a little common sense, you could say, okay, we're not going to be able to fit this game in. You could see the weather reports and all that. So, But in their defense, kinda... Rich, weather people, yeah. I mean, to be a <laughs> yeah. weather person, you have to have a good smile, a sharp-looking suit, or, you know, uh, whatever. And you just have to, like, point at shit and guess stuff. And if it doesn't happen, no one's mad at you. So, <laughs> so don't I trust mean, the weatherman. Yeah, just don't trust the weatherman. They're yeah, good people, yeah. <laughs> but they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. So I have this theory that there's actually only one true weatherman out there. And he's actually good at his job, and he predicts it better than anyone. <laughs> so he actually predicts the weather, and then everyone just looks at what he's doing. And then some are like, and then you just up and down from there. Like, no, 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 I think it's going to come in this way, or it's going to come in this way. So, kind of like bets with the Justin odds. It's almost like a bookie. Mm-hmm. There's only yeah. one guy out there. I was just going to say, lines. it's like a bookie. Yep. <laughs> there's, only like, there's only a few actual, like, really good minds out there setting lines, and then all the other bookies are just like, okay, thanks. I'll, I'll put that in for my line. And then they just adjust based on the money that comes in. Yeah, because so, yeah. when one guy's wrong with the weather, it seems like they're all <laughs> yeah. wrong. Yeah, just I mean, look at our weather. Uh, four days ago, they said this week was going to be in the 80s and a little bit of rainy. Well, they were wrong. It's like 97 all goddamn week and with a little bit of a sprinkle. So they, they hype you up and they think something awesome is coming and then they just kick you right in the fucking balls. So I'm <laughs> done. I'm done listening to them. So just like the Cardinals, they, they just did the detour. They, the guy just the pilot just pulled a U-turn came back to uh dry land and uh and that's that so that that preseason game canceled we'll never get it back which is fine because it's preseason so yeah that's about it yes sir I, I had a quick story that came over the wire today i don't know if you guys heard about it it's kind of not good for the cardinals too uh malcolm butler is uh retired he's <laughs> he's decided wow. to retire uh yeah there was like he? some uh, I think he's about 31 or something like that, okay. 32, which, like, for a corner, that, that can kind of make sense. But um, I, I don't know. There was, like, rumors early this week, like, something was going on with him. It was, like, a personal matter and that he might retire, and then it came out today he's retiring. So Cardinals are... Arnold's are hurting, man. That's that's not good for their corner system. I don't, I don't, I don't like that one bit. And um, I don't know about you guys, but, like, it's like... It's like a weird thing, like uh, a changing of the regime almost of like leadership in the house. Because like, if you think about it, like I don't know, all these all these vets are like disgruntled and shit. Butler's retiring out of nowhere. Larry's not coming back. Chandler Jones wants a trade. Uh, it's just like, what's going on right now? It's just like kind of like a little bit of like low key disarray in the Cardinals. It's kind of scaring me a little bit. I did not know that news about Butler. Um... I actually thought he had a bunch of more years left in him, but who knows why. And then to talk about Fitzgerald, 
the last I heard, he's just not really ready to come back. He's not, like, chomping at the bit. So who the hell knows what's going to happen there. So maybe he'll make a grand entrance in, like, the fourth game or something. But I don't know. I think I think Fitzgerald's done. I mean, he's played for long enough, and I think he's just done. Sorry about that, guys. Had a work just, conversation. Had to text, so... Working people know how that goes. Sometimes Uh-oh, shit happens. Oh, your phone? Come on. You seem pretty distracted. Dude, I'm sorry. I was trying to pull up the curtain. <laughs> trying to get schedule. paid today. You're over there doing work stuff. Oh, here we go. Trying to get paid on this invoice, so you know how that goes. <laughs> but anyways, Malcolm Butler is a huge, huge setback for the Cards defense. <laughs> I predicted a shit ton of interceptions. Now yeah. I just predict a ton of interceptions. So I do think they'll, they're going to drop back a little in the interception department, but I do th- still think it's a, a solid defense just because of that front. I do think strong, strong linebacker play is coming from them, which is very unusual from the Cardinals' defense. So that is promising, but man, it would have been nice to have a nice quarter play with Malcolm Butler after Pat P left, so that is a, a huge hit, I would say. Yeah, we'll see what Steve kind of has up his sleeves when it comes to a corner. There'll be some cuts that are coming up, so that's usually maybe we'll get a time time special and he'll get he'll get a nice cornerback in here and, and we can move on. Um, I pulled up the schedule. I got a piece of paper. Let's you guys want to do? Oh, Brad wants to do. Something. I was just gonna say, can Cam Newton play cornerback? He got cut. He's probably going to Dallas, from what I hear, or uh, the Texans. I could see Dallas for sure. Yeah. Dallas to back up Dak. I think that's 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 what I was hearing a lot today too. Was was Cam to obviously if if anybody hasn't heard, Cam Newton got released by the New England Patriots and he's officially a free agent, so he can be signed anywhere. And I think um, Cam is Dak's backup is pretty nice. I th- and uh, Dallas released Garrett Gilbert and Ben DiNucci today, so they've got like um, some no name as their only backup. So I think it makes a lot of sense for him to go there. What about the Texans, though? Who's who's starting for the Texans right now? Tyrod Taylor. Okay. So I mean, that's an, that's another one they talked about possibly getting them over there. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that if they. I don't know. I, it's a weird situation. Such a weird situation in in, in Houston this year. Like, I, mean, I don't think I have a whole lot of faith left in Cam Newton, especially after his showing at New England. Um, I don't know. I just I used to love the guy, but I don't know. Dude, he's old. Yeah, I mean, as a backup, like he I don't can't know. throw I the just, ball. Yeah, like, I mean, he's born in '89, so he's like 31 years old or 32 years old. So, yeah, you're right. He can't really throw the ball. He can run the ball, but the older you get, had, the harder it is. I think he's had like some shoulder issue and injury stuff. Sure. So it's like. It's it's really I mean he didn't start out as a very accurate quarterback and so like once he loses a little bit off that dial of accuracy it's like pff, he's garbage now and and even even the running game he's good at the goal line but he's not he's not doing things out in the field like he used to you know what I mean he doesn't have right. that sprinting ability anymore so and he doesn't want to get yeah, hit it's just a, it's just a change for him and yeah, I don't know. I mean, last year he he put himself in harm's way quite a bit when it was goal line work. I mean, I'm looking forward as a Damian Harris guy to to not have Cam there. I was I was hoping for this situation because he took he took a lot of the goal line carries, and now Harris will have a lot of that work. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago, week one, or maybe right before 
or the, one of the first episodes we're talking about Mac Jones. Um, and I think I called him something else. I called him Mac something else, but Mac Jones, I was like, I wonder if he's going to take the starting position. And that was just a weird, I'll call it a spidey sense. I'm like, I don't know, man. Like once Belichick sees someone else pop in, um, I think he looked good in the last preseason game, and I think that's what led to the decision to cut Cam or release Cam. So, yeah, yeah, um, both of them actually looked pretty good in the last preseason game. Like even Cam looked actually pretty decent, but I think they just you know even with the COVID thing, Cam's unvaccinated. It's kind of like all like everything kind of played in, and it's like okay, right. time to move on. And Mac Jones, you know, he doesn't have. He doesn't have the greatest arm, but what he does have is accuracy. He does have the ability to see the field already. So, you know, Belichick sees that, and he's ready. He's ready to go. Um, think about we. I'm thinking about week four in the back of my head. They play the the Bucks. It's going to be very interesting. Mm-hmm. I know. I know Belichick would love to get that win with Mac Jones as a rookie quarterback. Man, that would be fucking. Crazy. I, I can't. I can't wait <laughs> to see some of these matchups this year, man. It's going to be. It's going to be so fucking awesome. Like Sundays are now for real reserved. Like don't bother me. I'm watching yeah. all the games. Yeah, I'm looking so. forward to it, man. <clears throat> uh, so you guys want to do this real quick and go through the Cardinals? You want to tally that up, or we, we, let's do that? Let's oh, do the that record? Yeah, I got I got when, their schedule. Okay. I got their schedule pulled up. So do you? Do we want to just kind of take a break and and uh, in our own minds say how many wins and losses? And then report back or what? No, let's go through each game real quick. All right, just and, and just tell me if it's tell me if it's a fucking win or a loss for you. So all right, card, first cards game, and Titans. First game of the season, Titans cards. Brad, you think they're gonna win? Who's home? It's cards at Titans. Titans. At Titans. Mm-hmm. I say Titans win. So you got a loss. Yeah. All right. All right. Brad's a loss. I'm a win. You think we're winning that first game? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. I I gotta be honest. I feel I feel a loss coming in that game. Okay. I I I, I kind of worry about the offense of the Titans kind of tearing us up now, especially without Malcolm Butler. That scares me. Like I think I'm starting Julio. Okay, week two. Vikings at Cardinals. Win. That's a loss for me. <laughs> I got it as a win. Okay, I think I think they get that one. Okay, let's go. Let's go to the next one. Then the Cardinals visit the Jaguars. W, 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 W. Easy. Cardinals then visit the Rams. That one's tough. That's a fifty-fifty. But I'll go. I mean, it's a division game, so I want to say W, but I'm gonna call it a loss. I'm gonna say win. I got a loss. I think they sneak that one out. Yeah, it's calling it a win. Okay. Optimistic man. Okay, then we come back home. We play the 49ers. I can't stand that team, so I'm going to call it a W no matter what the fuck it is. Like, we have to beat them. <laughs> I'm going to say I'll win and go one step further. At home. And that this makes Trey Lance get the starting job. Oh, my goodness. Cardinals are knocking out Jimmy G. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. Cardinals. Then what do we got? Cardinals at Browns then after that. I'm going to call it a loss. After the Niners game going on the road against a good yeah, they don't travel well. Cleveland team, I'm going to call it a loss. They should win, but yeah. So you got a loss there, Brad? Loss? A loss, yeah. I'll, I'll call it a win just to go against oh, the grain. 
<laughs> of course. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> then we come home. Easy one. I think we all would agree. Cardinals at home against Texans. A win? I'm going to call it a win as well, yeah. Win, win, Man, win. J.J. Watt being there. Yeah, it's a win. <laughs> Double it's digit. Home, yeah. Okay. Then, then we play Thursday night at home against the Packers. This is going to be a great game, by the way. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So You're going, game. right, Rich? Yeah, that's the... That's the one that my son picked. <laughs> He's like, let's go to that game. <laughs> it's like, let's pick the most expensive game we can fucking go to. Exactly. Um, wicked smile. high-end ticket. <laughs> I would love smile. to be there, and, man, that, that to me, it's going to be a tough game. Oh, yeah, it is. At home, I'm going to say loss. I'll call I, it. I, I think, think so, too, lose. yeah. I think it's a yeah, loss I'll as well. I'll call it a loss. Okay. I think it'll be a now, good game. If I game go to the lose. game, then I think it's a win, but I'm not going. Ah, well, okay, we'll we'll change, we'll adjust if you find your way into some some tickets. It's not All right, happen. so after the Packers, then we get a little layoff and we get to we're at the 49ers. Loss. At 49ers. Loss for Brad. I'm going to call it a loss. Again, I don't like that team, but at <laughs> at the 49ers, uh, yeah, it's probably a loss. Calls it a loss. Okay. Uh, then we got Cardinals at home against the Panthers. I'm going to call that a win. Me too. Win. All right. We got win. Okay. Uh, what do we got? Then we're going to the Seahawks. I'll go win. We win there. I'm going to call it a win too. Going to the Seahawks? Right. I'm going to say loss. We're at Seahawks. Loss. Okay. Then we go to the Bears. The Bears. We go there to the Bears. Who would they name as uh, QB there? It'll be well. They've named Andy Dalton. By the time okay. we get to here, Sorrow, it's Justin Fields for sure. Okay, I'm still no going doubt. Cardinals. I think I'd still go. Cardinals. I know it's December and I know it's cold there, but I'm still going yeah. Cardinals. Me too. I'm gonna go Bears. Brad, what do you got against the Bears? Bears. Bears win. Be, they don't travel Mark's well. Mark's gonna be pissed. Rich. Wow. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, what do we get then? Rams at the Cardinals. Cardinals at home against the Rams now. I'm going to call I it say a we sweep. split the season. I think we'll win this one. Yeah. Oh, sweep for Brad. So, All right. I say one so and Brad, one. You, Brad, you call it a win. Sorry, you call it a loss. No, Brad calls it a. Wait, hang on. I thought I thought we talked about. I said they See, win the first time. I said they Cardinals win both times. At the Rams. Oh, okay. I think I said uh, lost said the win, first right? time. So they'll I'll, I'll split it. I think they'll win this time at home. Win this time. All right. And then I freaking—I don't know. This is a tough game. I think we get the loss. Unfortunately, I don't. I don't know. I think the Rams have our number for some reason. All right. Cards at Lions. Win. 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 Not win. even close. Double win. digit. Win, Brad. Okay. Double digit. <laughs> uh, then we come back home. We play the Colts. So who is um, who's who's uh, running the show there? Who's the QB? Whoever doesn't have COVID. It's gonna be Carson Wentz. Wentz. Until he's and, n- until he's and injured. who's the backup? Do you guys know? Uh, probably this kid Jacob Eason. He's okay. Okay. I'm gonna say loss. Ah, <sighs> that's a tough. I'll go win on this one. 
Oh, no, I'm sorry. Win. win. They're going to win. Indy's going to lose. Oh, they're going to win. Okay. Yeah, they're going to win. Indy's going to lose. Okay. Not Christmas Day. It's a horrible present. <laughs> uh, okay, two games left. Then we go to the Cowboys. Win. I'm sure Dak's back by now, right? Who cares? Yeah. Mike McCarthy sucks. Okay, so you're calling it a Cardinals win, Brad? Mm-hmm. At Cowboys. Hmm. I'll go. I'll go loss. Loss. I could see this being a loss too. Just this like random loss. Okay, and then we play the Seahawks at home to close out the season. That one we win. I go W. Win. Win. I want to win. Sorrow goes a win. What'd you say, Brad? Win. Win. Oh my God! That's a win, win, win. If you tally this up, where are we at? So, I got it. Hold on one second. Oh, we got a pretty positive outlook among us for our Cardinals this season. Sorrow, you said 12 and 5. Okay. Brad said 11 and 6, and I said 10 and 7. Okay. Which, I think 11 I think and 6 is going to be the number, yeah. I think we're right in that range. If, if we stick to what our potential is as a team, that's right where we should be. I think we should be in that range of a... Uh, ten and seven or eleven and six. It's like such a weird, weird numbers. My head, my head's gonna have to wrap around that. that yeah, ten and seven shit. at the very least. I mean, yeah, I think ten and seven. I think ten and seven is what uh, Kingsbury's gonna need to save his job, probably too. Yep. I think he needs he a playoff needs win, or at least ten wins this year. I don't think it matters about records. I think he needs to p- have a playoff win. I think Kyler just mm. needs to bomb that fucker out, air it out. Because when he does, good things happen. I'd like to see it. I'd like to see it. But hopefully, like I keep saying it, I'm I'm sounding the alarm for this. Like our line, if they if they should be better this year. If our line gives him just a little bit more time, he catches more angles, and he should be able to just chuck the ball and do whatever the heck he wants. I mean, he's he's undersized, so they got to give him that time back there. If he can stand and plant and throw, I mean, he's got one of the best arms in the yep. entire Under, NFL. Undersized, good arm, good accuracy. He'll get it there. He just yeah. needs a little bit more time. We're talking like a half a second. Just give him a half yeah. a second, maybe point yeah. eight. Just fucking let him do his thing. So we'll see. I'm pretty excited about <clears throat> the first uh, first week for the Cardinals. So I know it's uh, a Sunday night or a Sunday game. So, all right. Well, that's a good fun, little man. wrap on the Cardinals. So we're gonna. I feel like we're uh, Terry and Jimmy and all those guys. So we got ten and seven. <laughs> we got eleven and six, and we have twelve and five. I'm the most optimistic. So I'm we'll Terry. keep a track on that. You're Terry. I'm Terry for sure. Who am I? You're Jimmy. Hang on. I, I got to get back to you on that. <laughs> Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy. 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 I don't know. That guy's too white. I don't know. I'm not that white. <laughs> it's all radio, bro. <laughs> True. I, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, yeah. No, no. I'm, I'm really white, everyone, just so you know. Um, <clears throat> We're whatever color you want so, us to be. Okay. So we got the records. They're written down. They're recorded. So we'll see what happens. We we'll will see, see what, happens. what happens. Yes, sir. All right, Rich. All right, what do you got for this NFL stuff? Some NFL bullshit. Yeah, what we got? Yeah, let's shift mm. some gears here. 
Shift the gears. Uh, we talked about real quick how that the game got canceled on the Cardinals. I I just wanted to talk about how that plays out a little bit for the New Orleans side of things. They shipped themselves into Dallas, and it seems like their first game was supposed to be a home game. It doesn't look like week one they're going to play in New Orleans because of the whole hurricane situation. So, you know, that's rough, and that kind of leads me to a few other things like in fantasy and bets, but I'll talk about that stuff later. But there's there's impact on that. So, like, um, you know, just something to think about in, the, in those realms. Uh, we'll get to that some that stuff later. But their games, I don't know. Like, it could be the, the Sean Payton was talking like almost like it could be a month. Damn. Whether or not allowed back into New Orleans. So yeah. was the stadium was the stadium there or the arena there uh, devastated essentially? No, I think they're just like they've been evacuated out, and there's like so much damage. There's okay. like you know seven thousand people. Yeah. yeah, like they're gonna use it at they're gonna use the place as like a shelter. Oh right, now right, for people. right. So, well, you know yeah. a, a crazy ass fact, dude. Katrina was 16 years ago to the day of oh, of man. Ida, like wow. 16 wow. exact years later. Like that, you know, I mean, mm. it's fucked. I'm it's telling crazy. you, the Saints, Saints yeah. is a team that rallies behind the situation. This kind of, they've been through this before. I mean, not everyone, you know, I don't know if Jameis has been through this, so there are some people that will be affected, but watch when they get home and play their first home game. That shit's going to be electric. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, those fans will probably be going going fucking bonkers in there for that game. True. Yeah. They did it after Katrina. That was a crazy. Yeah, game. but then um, yeah, yeah. So past that, um, we had a few things that we talked to Cam release. Um, Deshaun Watson. I've heard a lot of rumors about that guy getting traded. Sounds like some teams might be willing to bite the bullet. Um. It looks like Miami, Carolina, and still even possibly Philadelphia are most likely landing destinations for that guy. So teams that do not have a quarterback hope. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Miami has Tua, but they're they're clearly showing that they're not sold on what Tua can do. I don't think I am either. What do you guys think? Tua who? Nah, I, don't I, mean, I don't love the guy. I mean, yeah. Tua what? <laughs> yeah. Well, if you could say his last name, I'll give you $10. Tua Tungavailoa. All right, I owe ten fucking dollars. All right. Boom. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, I got fucking a. <laughs> But like you said, a- <laughs> you know, they're looking around. So yeah, yeah, we'll see what happens with that. It's a weird situation, man. Even even with that, like I drafted Deshaun Watson, but you know, I know it's just kind of the situation of just like wait and see, and you know just hoping and praying for some like upside on that but you know it's it's not likely i could i could see a situation where he's either suspended for the season right or you know even if he gets traded they could trade for him and then the nfl would step in and be like well you're not starting him (laughs) (laughs) no thanks a lot of legal (laughs) legal issues going on so yeah yeah so we'll see what happens there i will say this though that miami offense is probably better than it's been in decades so if they do land a quarterback, the team, is, the team is a very good team. I think it's, I think it's pretty undervalued what they do. I mean, Brian Flores is—he's uh, Bill Belichick's old defensive coordinator. He's—he's he's a really good coach. He's one of the better ones to come from the Belichick tree, I think. So he's—he's he's got that defense in tune. Uh, I think he knows what he has into it, and I think he can kind of like 
navigate around that right now because they do have enough weapons. So it should be pretty interesting to see what happens there. I think they're undervalued. Did you see Trey Lance happened to chip his finger? Jammed it up, throwing. What do you mean chip yeah, his that. finger? What does that even mean? He chipped a Isn't bone. Isn't that weird? Chip his finger. Yeah. What do you mean? What he, do you mean chip? He chipped a bone in his finger. Like he jammed his finger so hard that it actually chipped a bone off of it. Chipped off part of his bone. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't know how to catch a ball. Like what the fuck? What no, he mean? was throwing the ball and slammed in some guy's helmet. Trey Lance. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, it was the fall. Do you guys ever wonder? I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little off topic. Do you ever wonder why certain players? I'm gonna I'm gonna call on QBs. Certain QBs just never get hurt, man. Like what what do they have or what do they know? Like this guy chipped his finger. Maybe he should have known to yeah. tuck that fucker in, or I don't know. But I would say they don't Brad, eat Chipotle. I'd like to hear it. <laughs> I knew he was going there. I would, I I would say the ones that stay healthy, smoke a shit ton of weed in the off season. They get a lot of sleep. So Brett and a lot of and Tom Brady and uh, who else? Who else just never gets hurt? They just play a fuck ton of games. They don't get hurt. They're forty four. They have a bionic arm and they just keep killing it. Russell Wilson. Yeah, he doesn't get hurt. Rip. Brett Favre took a lot of pain pills. I know that. Well, Favre is old school, man. He's like, oh, get up, pussy. Let's do this. He's like, whoa, whoa. I mean, that guy just, I mean, he almost made it to 300 starts, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or or did he break through? It's like 297. Like, the guy started almost 300 games. And if you do the math, that just means he never missed a game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Up until the end there, when he was with Minnesota, I think. But. Steve McNair played um, it, through everything. Back I to Trey that. Lance. God, he chipped a finger. Mm-hmm. Did he break a chipped fingernail? A Is that what we're talking about? Or did he no, actually the interior like, bone. break something inside? The interior bone chipped <laughs> oh, off. Oh, interior bone, okay. I know, I'm talking shit. Sounds, I could never do a day of, of their lives sounds ever. fucking absolutely terrible, actually. Yeah, it sounds, <laughs> it sounds painful. Could you imagine a little piece of your fucking finger being inside Does there? he wear a yeah, glove when he throws out? or no? I don't know. Probably not. Probably not. I think if you had a glove on, you're not chipping your finger, I think. Mm. You might have to wear a glove now. Yeah. Possibly. I think if I was a quarterback, I would not wear a glove because i got to feel that shit. Like, they said it was, right there. It was only going to send back six days. take some of the sensation away. That's not bad. Six days. And yeah, you I mean, I'm, I'm pretty surprised at that, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So just, yeah, interesting little tidbit. I did tell you, Brad, that, but... Um, I heard from a little source that I got going on, a podcast I listened to, uh, <laughs> that uh, if if Trey Lance is playing, they are going to split snaps. Jimmy G and Trey Lance will have their roles out there. And he said, you know, if, if there's 50 snaps, you're going to see about 32 Jimmy G and 18 Trey Lance. So that's just an interesting little tidbit to start the season that they are thinking about him as something to utilize to quarterback system, Brad. Dude, it's a thing. It's catching like fire, man. It's officially a thing. Dude, 10 years from now, we're going to have like a three-quarterback system. And people will be like, dude, remember when like they only had one and they went to two and everyone freaked out? And then they're going to have three. <laughs> but we're like years away from that. No. But but they don't they don't really do that, right? Like currently they don't do that. They don't they don't uh hand no. off 60% of the snaps to QB1 and then they're like, "All right, good job." 
have a rest. We're going to bring QB2 in because yeah. you've done great. Here's a fucking medal or whatever. But, like, like they don't split it up. You think they're really I, – I don't think that's going to go that way. I, I just Time's don't see changing, that happening. Bro. I don't oh, think it's the smartest thing. Like to me personally, I think an offense needs a rhythm. I totally. Think, I think that fucks with it. Like uh, even even though it can be successful and it can put the defense on their heels, I would rather get my de- my offense into a nice rhythm and flow. That's what I'd much rather have. I would I would say that you could develop a rhythm and flow as long as you keep things kind of the same every game. Like, hey, man, and on third downs when it's this, we know to expect this. So it's like, oh, we know this. So if you keep things the same and you keep things going, people know, okay, it's third down. Oh, this package is coming in. So they just know. Yeah, and they they do it with running back. So third down, they'll throw the third down back in there or whatever. And it's never been really done with the quarterback. So it kind of has, but – I don't know. That, that's interesting. I'd have to see it in action to actually sign on to it and, and, and be a fan of it, I guess. Radical times are coming, buddy. Right. <laughs> radical. <laughs> totally radical, man. All right. Radical I don't think we have enough. Yeah. I don't, think, I don't think we got enough time, except for I did want to mention that Todd Gurley might get signed. Just, you know, for anybody listening who might be a fan of Todd Gurley. To Baltimore? To Baltimore. Yeah, he might get signed there. Maybe. To Baltimore. And what's the Mark Ingram uh, caveat? What's that all about? The what now? Mark Ingram, is he is he currently not signed, or is he no, signed? No, he is. He's with, um, he's with Houston. Oh, he but is. they're talking oh, with, about, like, he's with, no, he's with Houston. I get that he got released. Um, but they're talking about Baltimore might just. He he could get released. That's a or Baltimore might just um, come and try to trade for him. Just give him like a sixth round pick or some shit and get Mark Ingram back in in the fold. Houston Ingram Ingram, so Ingram might have one more solid year in him. I mean, the guy's been pretty good the past couple of years. I mean, he had a little yeah. re, resurgence essentially and just came in and kicked some ass the past couple of years. Yeah, I do think Baltimore, like, I don't know. They, I, they've had a deep running back room. They've got Gus Edwards. They have a rookie. Like, they have guys. So I'd, I'd kind of be surprised if it actually does happen with either of these guys. But it's just interesting that they're out there and those old names still floating around. I thought Mark might get a kick out of Todd, Todd Gurley getting signed or possibly getting signed. <laughs> Mark loves that guy. You saw he picked him up, right? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like on, oh, okay. I would die, man. <laughs> if he picked him up, I'd die. <laughs> oh man. I uh, once picked yeah, up was... Marshawn. I, I I once picked up Marshawn Lynch on a rumor, um, and that didn't that didn't bode well with me, but or the season, but whatever. Dude, I, I, I picked you, you and Brad both, Brad, <laughs> on a tweet. <laughs> On a tweet, an emoji. And that motherfucker's <laughs> back, dude. He's back. I think you, you just I think picked him up the wrong time. Yeah. You Rich, like Gronk this me, year? Do I? I? I, I mean, yeah. if Brady's throwing to you, I like you. I mean, yeah. I I cannot <laughs> stress that enough. He has not let me down yet. I don't know how to. 
<laughs> I mean, Brad and I, I don't want to jump ahead, but Brad and I just made a trade, and after that trade, I got two text messages like, you fucking idiot, why'd you do that? And I was like, well, I needed a running back, and we'll get into that after intermission, but... Um, <laughs> And you know, this year I'm I'm going a different little little bit different approach. You guys have tried to you both have tried to trade with me and I'm just so closed off. I'm just like fuck it. I'm going yeah. I'm going YOLO on that shit this year. Just like fuck, let's see what happens. <laughs> um but before <laughs> we right. before we close out and go to intermission, um <laughs> I need to know what you mean by N C A A F. I don't know what the fuck that means. National something, I'm assuming. College football. College football. football. Oh, you've lost College me. I'll, I'll be on intermission re-pouring my drink right now. <laughs> All right, yeah, let's go for it. Let's smoke some weed. I'm just going to talk about it real quick because you did talk a lot of shit, Brad, on college football. And actually, I do mostly agree. College football is very fucking boring. Um, but I will say, like, you know, I like to watch professional players. So I do like watching a few games of college football like when it's an sec game i might watch that like give me an lsu game give me a georgia game a clemson game an alabama game those guys are actual nfl players so that i can kind of watch past that it's really tough yeah so i watch i watch big games i do watch that and what's actually like it's so funny with my little betting you know, ups and downs I've been going through and like learning and, and getting through all this stuff is that if I if I really think about it, I think college football there's a lot more edge. Like I think just because of the mismatches and, and all the games that get played, that there's a lot more edge. There's a lot more games. So and there's a lot less eyes on all the freaking games. So all that to be said, I may be watching a little bit of college football this season. I just had to bring that to the table. <laughs> I will not. Well, we all have that friend that only watches college football. I have a couple buddies that will not touch the NFL, only watch college oh, football. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, I don't get it, but good for you. Uh, college football, you're right. They're younger. They're faster. They're 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 trying to get to the NFL. But now, sprinkle in the little little bit of, hey, uh, we can, I don't know what the fucking word is, but like, you are now, we can pay you for what you're doing in college, because it's not illegal anymore. Like before, if you got a sports car, then shit's going yeah. down. Now you can get contracts and this and that and endorsements, uh, which let's see how that plays out. But I still think these guys are trying their best to get to the big, the big show, or the big game, or whatever the fuck you want to call it. So... Well, what I just, yeah, like, what I don't get is the guys who are like that, who are like, I just watch college, and they're like, they're like, snub their nose at the NFL, almost, they're like, right. yeah, I just, these these rich professionals are just like, so annoying, and they're just like, these divas, and all that stuff, and it's like, okay, well, while that may be true, the product on the field is what I'm actually after, and what I'm actually watching, and I'm watching the highest caliber of football that could possibly be played. So, like, exactly. why would I not want to watch that shit? Like, so the That's snubbing like, of the nose to the NFL is what kind of bothers me about those type of dudes. Yeah, and they and they probably eat at the highest quality restaurants. Okay, so here's a horrible analogy. <laughs> 
the NFL players are playing at their highest caliber, getting paid a lot of money. I don't care if they're making $11 million a year. I think they deserve it. And a lot of people think they don't. So same thing. If you have a taste for just excellence, you're going to fucking pay for it. And we're not paying for it. Like, the teams are paying for it. Just... Yeah. Again, bad analogy. If you want some good food, you're going to go to a nice restaurant. You're going to get the nicest, biggest, fattest steak, and and it's worth it. So these players, to me, are worth it. So here was I, here's what I have to say about that because my wife, she she every time they're on TV, it's like they get paid too much money, this and this and this. And I will agree, they do get paid a lot of money. But I do disagree, and I do think it's deserved. And here are my major, major reasons. I won't get too much into this. But every single NFL owner is a billionaire. Every single one is a billionaire. They're making billions of dollars. And how do they make billions of dollars? On the players that win games or put forth effort, you know, whatever. So they have to pay them. If they're going to make billions, then you have to pay them hundreds of millions. I mean... It makes sense. It's still 10, 20% of what you're making. You're making money. Same with college guys. They're making shit tons of money. Oh, yeah. Dude, I saw those college dudes now. Like, I saw a dude sign a... He's got, like, a $1.4 million deal today. One of the, one, some quarterback. That college is making $100 million on him, so... Oh, yeah. Yeah, Don't no doubt. Like, don't... Don't get it twisted. There's fucking a lot of fucking money involved with this fucking with these games I, we play. <laughs> I bet you if you Googled college coaches, the highest paid college coaches, ridiculous amount of money being spent. And I mean, who pays for that tuition? Like, what the fuck? Like, how are you There's a lot, that kind a of, lot money? of money comes from tuitions. I mean, how yeah. much money does one kid pay for college? And think of how many kids are in one campus. And every year they circle new kids. Kids drop out. Doesn't matter, man. More money, more money, more money. It's like, oh, we, we want to make more money. We don't have any more teachers. Well, Let's put 10 more kids in each class. And who cares? We don't have any more. We just make more money. It's like, it's crazy how much money schools can make. It's a numbers game. It's like a, it's like a membership at a gym. You sign up 20,000 people, 2,200 show up, and you're just charging that monthly fee. I come from a community college background. So back in the day when I first started college, I think a credit hour was 43 bucks. Today, that same credit hour is like $193. let Let me digress. I didn't finish a single semester in six fucking semesters, so that was all just free money to pay the Paradise Valley Pumas head coach. I think I I funded (laughs) part of that uh, salary. So like Brad was saying, all these people that uh, sign up for college and they fucking flunk out, they already have your money, times a million, and then boom, that's how your head coach gets paid. But it's entertaining. I paid for loot. Brad, I paid loot's salary. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) That's great. You paid for his new girlfriend. (laughs) It's beautiful. Hey, Brad, real quick before we bounce out of the intermission, we tell people about that freaking cartridge you had at the... Oh. Well, see, I can't uh, actually... If we're intermission, I gotta run out real quick. I need a refill. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Tell tell us about the cartridge. Yeah, so, well, actually, I did come prepared for this draft. Mentally, physically, and medically. So, 
I did bring briefcase. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was it was more like a fry shopping bag, but we we'll, we'll just let the viewers see it there as a briefcase. But I did get edibles for anyone that wanted them. Nice little ten milligram gummies, splice up. You know, some people half a, half a gummy was enough. Some people two was enough. So you know, that was nice. And then I had you know, of course, my dabs. I brought my dabs, extra butane, extra flames. Everyone, everyone enjoyed it. Even you, Toby. We know what happened to you. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, but the one thing, like you said, and I digress, the pen. It was, still is, because I'm still rocking it, a wonderful pen. It was Green Crack Sauce Vape Pen. One full gram. Super expensive. It was like 88 bucks before the sale, just for one gram. But, damn, that was, it's tasty. Dude, yeah. I, th- I was like blown away by that cartridge. I was like, holy shit, what is this cartridge? Is it Green yeah. Crack Sauce, right? Green Crack Sauce Cart. By uh, High Grade. Do you remember what company did it? High Grade. High Grade? Mm-hmm. High Grade. Okay, we're shouting them out, I guess. They're getting the shout out because that shit was dope. <laughs> yeah. Everybody at the party loved that shit. Yeah, the only thing about the pens is <laughs> I like to smoke a shit ton, so, you know, I take four or five hits of those in a row. My throat gets a little scratchy, so yeah. that's the only yeah. downfall. Yeah, that is the thing. Like, I'll just I'll just start hitting that thing, especially like, dude, when we're doing podcasting, it's like I'll get to the back half sometimes, and I'm just like, oh man, I've taken like you know probably 14 hits while we've been on the air, so <laughs> it's like oh shit. But who's counting? Uh, you know? I got a little distracted now. Like, who's counting? Probably somewhere in that 14. I'm looking at the Cardinals, uh, the fi- first 53-man roster. Looking pretty fucking nice, man. I'm just trying to see what they got here at cornerback, though. Oh, that is true. Marco Wilson, that rookie cornerback, he's actually been playing really well. I mean, he's a rookie, though. That's the only thing. They're going to have to get someone. Iron Murphy, Marco Wilson, Tay Gowan, and Luke Barco. Okay, then. Robert Alford, oh, okay. They're on the reserve COVID list right now. Okay, yeah. So maybe they can make do with Robert Alford, Byron Murphy, and that rookie. I think they might be able to make do with that. That'd be pretty good. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, it's a huge hit, but... Give me a little snack. I do think that they do have enough, yeah. like, presence and good players where they can kind of rally around each other and each kind of, like, pick up the slack and kind of make do. Pocket full of shells. Who are you talking Possibly. about? Rage against the machine? A little bit. <laughs> Brad kind of let it into that. I don't know. <laughs> hey, man. Whatever no, comes, we were comes talking about the Cardinals. I was looking at their roster. But hey, man. Let's get to, the, yeah, let's get to the real shit. Need, yeah. let's, let's get to the shit. Yeah, the draft. Go. All right. The fantasy go, shit, right? Home. Yeah. Yeah, let's right talk about draft. draft. All right, let's just get it out of the way, Rich. Uh, you guys what do I pay for a kicker? Let's, let's talk about it. What'd you pay for a kicker? Yeah, what did you pay for a kicker? Was Four dollars. Who'd you oh, get? Oh, Brad. For Justin Tucker. You got the best kicker there is, I think, right? Uh, Tucker? I think Prater's the, the best kicker. Or Zerline. Oh. I disagree. Zerline, huh? Okay. Well, regardless, you paid you paid four dollars for this man to be on your team. I don't, what what was going on there? Uh, well, 
basically my limit was two bucks on any kicker. So if I if someone put a kicker and I really like absolutely the, if you just have someone you really want, I, yeah. basically the offense. If I see an offense, I really liked an offense, and I really wanted a kicker, and he got nominated before me, the most I could ever spend ever is two dollars. But I spent four dollars this two, year. Two bucks. Yeah. And there was a funny little story to this because Mark was wanted. He wanted him really bad. He always gets Tucker. He loves saying right. Tuck you. And he wanted bad. And I remember the last time me and Mark sat a draft together, every time I wanted a guy, Mark just clicked that button. And he just clicked that button for me. So when Mark was getting Tucker, and I'm like, well, you know, you guys made kickers important. And he's a good kicker. And I have more money than you, Mark. Click. Click. And so, honestly, I wasn't going a dollar over four. You capped him. Yeah. But... I'm pretty sure I bet two. So you did it. Out Someone of spite. did three, and then I was like, "I'll go one more click." So yeah, it was out of spite. So yeah, know how much he loves Tucker. No, fuck you, Mark. And I was like, you know what? Kickers are very important in this league. So. Oh boy! Yeah, please stop! <laughs> that, please stop saying that, man. That's sarcasm I uh, have sensed. <laughs> that's pretty. Kickers are so important that. that when I drafted my last player. I literally walked away and said, "Let I just let my computer decide who my kicker would be." <laughs> yeah, I didn't even look at it. <laughs> I walked away, and and you guys had to wait. I was sorry. I was sorry about the that. The crazy but. thing about <laughs> this here, like I feel like the whole time from start to finish, nobody like blew their wad and was like, "Well, besides Eddie, Eddie was out, fucking gone." <laughs> He's literally he out. <laughs> but everybody else like just kind of hung on and just, you know milk that two and a half hours yeah. uh, this year it was a little it was a weird draft for me this year yeah i mean even me i spent a bunch of money within eight picks of the draft but i still had 63 bucks and then i waited out i waited and waited until i i was back in it where i had value again and yeah. i could like start bidding again i held that 63 until i could like come back in and start bidding again on people and yeah um yeah, it was an interesting draft. Definitely, definitely a little different for us. Yeah, I was nervous about getting the Patriots defense for a dollar. I think I was outside. And then Trey Lance for a dollar. Got Patriots defense for a dollar. Yeah, I thought for sure you're gonna go two dollars. Oh, you did. Yeah. On who? The Pats D. I thought oh, for on sure Patriots, you thought Zero would go for two. For sure yeah. he'd go two bucks. We talked yeah. about it in the pod, he's, but he's got a really good defense though. Yeah, he's got Ravens. Ravens are really good defense. Let, let me true. put it to you this way: halfway through, actually, no. Let me start over. I looked at my results of what I drafted the next day. I didn't know I drafted Casey's defense. I didn't know I drafted who the fuck. I didn't know I drafted like four of the players that I. I have like five wide receivers, by the way. How many so, running backs did you yeah, have? Like, and you yeah. know what you didn't really have. Yeah, I know. You know what you didn't really have. Back. One running back, is he? which... <laughs> was he a running back? I don't think he was a starting running back. Denver. No, I think I think he will start. But He will. I was, he will, I was, eventually. I was, at a, I was at a Circle K pumping gas yesterday, <laughs> and Brad sent me a trade. Because um, I have two phenomenal QBs. I had Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. And he's like... That you chose to draft. One of your draft. quarterbacks for Mayfield. Yeah. Well, yeah, totally. You didn't Mayfield, like. Did you forget you that you drafted Rodgers and then got Brady, or did you know no, you had no, both? No, no, nope. Okay. 
No, I just like to have two really good quarterbacks. A, because I like to be safe in the quarterback region, and B, because I know I can trade for other shit, right? So after it was all said and done, I have no running backs. I have one running back and a lot of wide receivers and two kickers, two defenses. It's like you can pick those fuckers up on waiver wire when you need (laughs) to, right? So Brad sends me this text. He's like, hey, I'm doing this. I'm like, all right. You know me. I'm keeping Brady. I'll give you Rodgers. Um, and right after our trade, I got two text messages like, you stupid motherfucker. I was like, dude, listen. <laughs> Who texted you? Is, it is what, well, Jay. Jay. Jay was the first one. I know it was Jay, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I get it. I know I know he just picked him up off waivers, which I didn't. I didn't know you picked Baker. But I watched Baker play on Sunday, and he looked really fucking good, so he's a great backup to have. He's a good backup. What's the point of having two exceptional quarterbacks when backup on my, on my, uh, on my roster? So what's the point of having two exceptional quarterbacks, a Brady and a Rodgers? Jay's like, you traded a top five quarterback for a, a mediocre running back. And I was like, you know what? fine i get that but let's just see how it plays out and that's why i was like rich dude fucking this year yolo let's just make it happen let's make some trades let's be careless i hear you let's uh let's fuck let's fuck without a rubber who cares man let's just do it i'll I'll tell you as a guy who's performed probably the most trades in our league over the past you know six years or so i've been the guy who's like pushed the trade envelope like i put so many trades out there that one year that i heard there was rumblings that they wanted to put a limit on how many trades you could do <laughs> yeah you did so one per week. don't get me wrong i love i love a trade yeah i, I had one per week to average that year that, that's so tough I was, to be cranking guys. out trades left and right I like to churn through my roster. I like to navigate the season by adjusting based on what values are out there. I think that every week there's trades that line up for every team. I think people should be investigating the trade market a lot more. The, the people that don't do it are kind of like missing the boat a little bit. But I want to just, if I can, just give you some of my like brain thoughts of what I think of when trades are when trades are like approached. I always like to take a beat. That's one thing I'll do. I'll I'll take a beat and like I like to just shop it in my mind real quick. Like Brad offered you Baker and Melvin Gordon, right? Okay, so I understand the the appeal of Melvin Gordon because then you lock up that one position, right? But I think other teams in this league would have offered you a better running back than Melvin Gordon. So let's say um, you know, I don't know, whoever, what what type of level of running back is Melvin Gordon? We could go above that. You go around and you look and you say, I would, I would like this guy better. And then just look at what his quarterback is. And if, he, if his quarterback is, you know, upgradable with Aaron Rodgers, which he pretty much is going to be, you find those other deals and go talk to those dudes. And you say, okay, and you go see if you can secure some other back. Like, I want to pull up the freaking roster real quick. Uh, the roster page in our league. And, I am a um, I am a wild child, and I am down to do whatever <laughs> the fuck it takes to make yeah. some moves. And if it bites me in the ass, it does. Yeah, looking at yeah, the past I mean, eleven years, I've placed out of eleven years, I've placed three or four times. Never first place. Always the bridesmaid, never the bride. So I've gotten second once, third twice. Actually, I've placed three, so I've gotten a bunch of fourth places and blah, blah, blah. So, you know what? 
Brad sent that over. It may have been impulsive, but give me four <laughs> or five weeks. I'm either going to call Brad and be like, you son of a bitch, or I'm going to be like, I fucking cleaned up on this shit. So we'll see what happens, man. I mean. I'm just saying, okay, um, listen. But then, listen. Okay, so if I go like this and I go out there and I look around, let's say I went to Zach and I go, okay, how about how about Matthew Stafford and Josh Jacobs? That's better. That's that's better players. So then you get, and then so for you, Sorrow, you would have pulled, okay, so you, you could see if that works out. And then if he agrees to that, then you go back to Brad and you go, well, listen, Brad. <laughs> I know you like you want to give me Melvin Gordon, but what I really need is David Montgomery. And then he's like, "All right, I'll do that because I get Aaron Rodgers at the end of the day." So anyway, I mean, I get it. I I I I do understand the impulsive nature out there, but I would majorly, advise if you, if you can. Impulsive. Yeah, I didn't even yeah. look at Brad's roster when I was like, "Yeah, um, I'll <laughs> I just need a running back." You know, like in uh, what's that? Yeah, what's that yeah. one movie with? Uh, Ben Stiller, uh, I'll take anything. That was my my thing. Like you know, he's like blondes or brunettes. I'm like, I'll take anything. That's kind of what I, what I was going for. So we'll see how it plays out. Jay was Jay was disgusted by my choice and my oh, yeah. uh, agreeing too. But um, you know, whatever. And from what I understand on the, on the league board, I think Mark posted it was the first ever pre. Yeah. Uh, pre-regular season trade ever. Yeah. So yeah, we've never we've never had one pulled off, and that's the first ever one. I, I was Brad, amazed. you caught me at a right time, man. I was like, I need a fucking running back. And Can you believe I, that? I put the, the post. I, I was just post up, and so he happy. was the only one. That's like you <laughs> swipe right on my Tinder profile. I was like, yep, I'll go out like, with you. All it's right, totally let's fine. do this. Let's do, do this. this. And he said yes, man. So, I started doing a dance. <laughs> Dude, honestly, exactly. I had a huge so we'll glare. I had a huge I like, glare. I like Rogers. I think he's disgruntled. I think I think Brady's gonna work it, dude. I think he really is. And I and I like Mayfield as my backup. The only thing I didn't check bye weeks. And with my mm. luck, they have the same fucking oh, bye week. Oh, <laughs> do you imagine? Yeah, make, I know. I was like, should I check that? I'm like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, like, what you are the probably chances? should check that. Dude. One out of eighteen. What are the chances? Like, what are or seventeen? What are the chances? And oh, I'll get back to you next week on the pod. But what if they both have the same fucking bye week? Yeah, it is what it is. But dude, I had another we'll trade. See what happens, Brad? I had another I'm trade not, that was in the works and. Literally, he was mulling over it, and then one of the guys in the trade got hurt in preseason and went in the locker room, and that was it. So it's like, the time. well, there goes that trade. <laughs> Lucky for us, our early draft is not that affected because the season starts in nine days. We have a week off. All preseason's done, right, as of Sunday or whatever? Yeah, there so were still some, some things we're, affected. we're going in fresh. We still had a couple. We still had Irv Smith and whatever, the other guy that you were just talking about, Evan, Evan Ingram. There's a few. I mean, there, there's just like a little, little trickle-down effect of that. Bagley. I mean, it happens. And one year, but one year it's going to be like, a, oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's cuts. Cuts to be made. So if we could right. draft after those cuts, it would probably be best because then you kind of know what's actually happening. Everything's well, so maybe great. next year, like we talk about it now, next year we do it on like a – uh, Wednesday or a Tuesday, it's it's preempted. Uh, it's like, all right, let's just do this. I th- and 
I think it's just been, I think it's been people like, I mean, we've we've been having a party, so it's like, people don't necessarily want to party on a Tuesday or a Wednesday or whatever, but I mean, like... Unless if you take some PTO and we start at like 9 (laughs) a.m. There you go, man. By by 3 p.m., we're we're forgetting keys in our doors and uh, waiting 30 minutes for Ubers, and then we're good to go. (laughs) Falling asleep on driveways. So Rich actually had a good idea. Toby... That we all draft from our house. Well, we all take like it, it serious. And then the first week that they have the games, that Sunday, we all get together and have the party week one. I I, I like that idea a lot. I do. And I'm, I'm open to voting for that idea next year. And anyone who, like, actually still wants to just get together could go out and, like, get, like, just go to a bar or something and just, like, hang out at the bar <clears> for that. Hang night. on. I like what you're saying because at the draft... The tensity, or if that's even a fucking word, the the tension, the intensity is still there because you're trying to draft. So let's say yeah. you get the draft out of your way, as Brad said, at your house, you get the draft yeah. done, and then we week party. one you meet up and you have a, have a massive party. Yeah, whatever. Show off your team, and, and we're like, having matchups. Yeah. We're having no, matchups actually I, happening. I'm we get two sold. fucking I'm big sold. screen TVs. We play a bunch I'm of games. Sold. Yeah. It's a. F- I feel like that would be a fun fucking party I'm that sold. first weekend. Yeah, I'm sold. Yeah, I, I we like have that. to get everybody on board, but I feel like that would be fucking dope. Like you, then I you will. actually have matchups going on. Well, we'll we'll do some. Uh, hey, uh, if you don't do this, uh, I'm gonna some tell them about that. You know, a little blackmail and whatnot. Ooh, Speaking shit. of politicking, Rich, this is a great idea. What you got, Brad? We can be like, hey, listen, guys, this is what we're gonna do for a draft. We're gonna have the party and this and that. And then, like, in very small print, we're like, and we're getting rid of the kicker. You know? Just slide that <laughs> shit right in. <laughs> and, and we're getting rid no of the kicker. kickers. <laughs> you know, you know, a couple of... The, the kicker thing would have gone through, but a couple of things happened. And Toby... Why, what did Toby say to us? Toby said he would have, but XYZ. I don't remember what he and said. He didn't like the but, way that the lineup um, was made. I, I don't know. Only one flex. Oh, oh so a- after oh the flexes that's what it was the flexes he didn't like that he didn't he like the flexes one... yeah uh, okay yeah. he didn't like that there was just one flex spot no I but think he, he wanted to go three flex versus period but I told him we can't have someone starting uh, start four running backs receiver. yeah no do that. there's yeah, not enough of them for fuck's sake yeah that'd be fucked up dude imagine if we had a ten uh Ten league or ten owner league, there'd be way more options for everybody. But since we're twelve, like it's limited. You know, your shit's yeah. limited. Sometimes you need five so. wide receivers. Hell yeah! <laughs> I am usually sale. the guy with five running bags. That's usually the way I go. There's a fire sale. Wide receiver. I almost drafted a sixth. I almost did oh, six. Man. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, sir. Like, I only had three running backs. Like, I don't know. <laughs> and after I gave up Gordon, which that's not bad. Three running backs. Well, now I only have two because I gave up one. Brad only has two running backs, so and everyone yeah, knows that doesn't sit well with me. There in the flex, and then you know you're fine. You're fine. No, I'll be fine for sure. But fine. <laughs> I would like to acquire another running back. You could trade for Damian Harris. Yeah, Justin Fields. 
We'll see who, who are you guys up. going up against uh, week one. I got I got the champ. I'm going up against the champ. Why is that? Don't know. Uh, I got Sirope. I got Greg. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's do a thing. Who's gonna win? I think I'm gonna beat All American. <laughs> I think I'll pull out a win week one. I think it's gonna be a squeaker, but I'll pull out a win. I think I'm gonna win. Brad always thinks he's gonna win. All the time. <laughs> Always. Who got? By Every. the way, who got Mahomes this year? Chris did. He spent Chris sixty nine dollars on him. Sixty nine. Not terrible. I was comparing. No, that's, no, that's terrible. I was comparing Mahomes <laughs> to Tom Brady. Oh yeah. Longevity I mean, wise, dude, that guy's fucking solid. He's so good. He's, He's totally solid. He's totally good. I, I definitely think he will be probably the number one quarterback this year, but I don't think you can pay $69 for him. I paid yeah, 70 for, for Derrick Henry. That's quite a bit of dollars. Yeah, Brad paid 70 for Derrick Henry. I paid 75 for Christian McCaffrey. Like, but, yeah, those, talk, those, are, those are guys players. that – yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's rough. That's I mean, don't get me wrong. I do think having that type of quarterback on your team – it's probably a really good feeling. There's certain players you can go after, like you can get Travis Kelsey, and you're like, oh yeah, I've got a leg up pretty much every week. I know that I'm gonna like win this position, which is great. You gotta, you is... gotta look at ROI. You gotta look at ROI. For sure. You pay yes, seventy bucks exactly. for a running back. Your ROI is far, far higher than paying seventy bucks for a quarterback. Like quarterback yeah. shouldn't go for more than forty dollars, in my opinion. Well, just to yeah. let you know, sorry, you paid yeah, seventeen dollars I mean, I, I would... for Aaron Rodgers. So if you had Aaron Rodgers, you yeah. literally could get Saquon Barkley for the same price as Patrick Mahomes. Like, yeah. Saquon Barkley and Aaron Rodgers for one Patrick Mahomes. Crazy. True. Yeah, I think like I think like I think it'll become more and more clear. The more times it it happens in front of people like that, they'll kinda like start to register like what are we doing? We should not be paying that specifically for quarterbacks. That's it's just out of control. Like you said, forty. Like oh, I'd love to see if we got to like almost thirty-five was like the max. That, that's what makes sense to me, really, when it comes to like so the broad like numbers of the whole game that we're playing. I think that's what the actual value is to those quarterbacks. That actual yeah. top end. I mean, in recent yeah. years, I think I think the numbers right around thirty. I I don't know, but. I, with the exception of a couple of years, actually, I remember playing a lot of money for Tom Brady one year. <laughs> Every year, I think you paid so, seventy one year for him. If yeah. he knew how much I loved him, he'd get a fucking restraining order for me. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> so dude, that guy's awesome, dude. That guy's so fucking awesome. He kills it every year. He broke his leg one year, but other than that, awesome. Like just been a solid, solid dude for me all year, every year. So. We'll see what happens. I'm starting him. I mean, Zach's Baker still pretty Mayfield. pissed that you have him. I love his commercials, but he was still. What's up? Zach's still pretty pissed that you have him. Zach really wanted him. He wants him bad. He still wants him. Who does? Zach. Who? The champ. Oh, Zach. <clears throat> he didn't. I had him last year. No, he had him last year. He did. Mm-hmm. Who did I have last year? You had Cam Newton. I. Cam and who's my main guy? Was Cam my main? No, Cam's not my main guy. He sucked last year. No, maybe you did have Tom Brady. Did you have Tank 
Cam and Tom? I feel like I traded for Tom Brady. I didn't get him in the draft, but I traded for him like two, three weeks in. You might be right. But who knows? I'll have to go back to the uh, to the tape. I think you traded Chris. So. You gave him Dak Prescott and someone. Possibly. Oh, that's right. That's oh, right. I think I had that's Dak. what happened. I had Dak. And then yeah, Dak took like a big one. shit, right? No, I think it was. I think it was pretty early in the season. No, it was before he took a shit. Before he got injured. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I traded. No, I thought you had Dak Prescott. Anyway, so running backs are a bust. It is what it is. Um. That's. I mean, did we did we cover Cam Newton at all? Cam Newton's out of a job. Why well, sure he'll pick one up? I have a funny here. story to tell you. So obviously, okay, I had a glaring hole in my roster at quarterback because I drafted Justin Fields and Trey Lance, both rookie quarterbacks. I think by midseason will both hit form and both be suitable quarterbacks for any roster. But the problem is I had to wait on that. Thank you to Sorrow for correcting that giant error of mine, and now I no longer have to wait. But that being so said, who'd you get rid of? Huh? I haven't got rid of any because I think they're going to be that talented. Who'd you get? So you have four, uh, you have three quarterbacks three. on your roster right now. Yes, sir. Yeah, you three have, quarterbacks: you have Fields, Fields, Lance, Fields, and Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers. You the let them off the hook, sir. You let me off the, the hook. Only thing, the only thing that, uh, in the words of Peter Griffin, that grinds my gears, is. <laughs> I, I didn't check I didn't check up on this, but you picked up Mayfield off waivers and then yeah. traded him to me. No big deal. I'm not mad. Can you see it in my face? I'm not mad. Well but actually I picked up Cam I Newton. Think, I think Okay. You picked up Cam Newton first. You didn't even know this. That's no, what's I so didn't. funny. Is he backed himself into such a corner. He drafted Lance and Fields. And had so week one he would have had no starter. So then he went out and he picked up Cam Newton before he got released. And then he well, picked real up quick, we were sitting at Chipotle, that- and I was telling him, and Rich is like, "Dude, how do you pick up Cam <laughs> of Newton?" Of course you are. He's like, "How do you fucking pick up Cam Newton?" I'm yeah, like, I'm "Like, dude, why?" I don't know, man. Yeah. I think he might get the starting role like for one two weeks, and then it's Max Jones. I only need him for two weeks because then I think Fields will be in. He goes, "Dude, I think he might get cut." And I was like, no, no fucking way. <laughs> and then, like, at 6.59, I got the ding on my phone. It was like, oh, Cam Newton got cut. The and I was next like, morning. Wow. The next morning, Cam gets cut, and Brad had already fixed it, though. He had already picked up Baker, at least. So then he had Baker, and then... Well, no, no, I already fixed it. with you. Yeah, so, I already yeah. done that trade, too. Yeah, he had already picked up Baker. He realized his mistake and picked up Baker, so he wasted a waiver move. But he picked up Baker, and then... You really let him off the hook. Baker was on my team for an hour and a half. I mean, Baker would have been good. He he was on my team for an hour and a half. I do like Baker. I like like Baker, Baker. man. I like Baker this year. I think he's going to be pretty good. I do. I mean, you're never going to start him, but but one week, probably. Or I might, like, Brady might fucking go down or something might happen. And, like, Baker's a good backup to have. That's my thing. I want a good backup. You should realize that, too. No, no. Yeah, knock on... (laughs) Like I hope every fantasy <laughs> listener fucking years old just listen to Sorrow. He has a great quarterback in Tom Brady, a guy he paid money for, a guy he traded away a different quarterback, Aaron Rodgers for, so he kept him. 
But as the season goes on, he still has the mindset. And he just said, well, if he shits the bed, I might just have to go with Baker. So don't get so locked into a decision where you're like, dude, I put my whole season in him. If he starts sucking and throwing four interceptions a game, move on. That's one of the points I was making earlier about trades is that things change during the NFL season. What we think right now, eight weeks into the season, we're going to be like, that was dog shit. Like, a lot of that was just like, no, that wasn't right. Now we have all this other chunk of information that tells us something yeah, totally different. Yeah, you have 50-plus players. You have a bunch of coaches. You have a bunch of higher-ups. You have a bunch of shit going on. The variables are not infinite, but they are uh, – there's plenty to go around. So, you know, make it interesting. Switch it up. Well, Switch dude, for instance, up. last year, Dak Prescott was having – I think he was like the second best quarterback in the league at one point. Maybe like for sure top ten, top five. But when he broke his ankle, yeah, through so many weeks. Yeah. So, but when he broke yep. his ankle, that not only changed the the whole trajectory of every Dak Prescott owner, but every Zeke owner, every Amari Cooper owner, every Zerline owner, everyone, everyone changed because all of a sudden they're not getting they're not moving the ball down the field. Defense, their defense now sucks because all of a sudden they're going three and outs and they're tired all the time. By the fourth quarter, they can't stop shit. So one little injury can if it's can have a ripple effect down. And now Dallas sucks, so Washington plays exactly. a shitty team twice a year. So now Washington gets a little boost, you know? Like it can, it, it can really ripple effect all the way down. Yep. Agreed one hundred percent. Yes, sir. Well, we're gonna we're gonna. Does anyone ever say I agree ninety percent or ninety nine percent? That would be funny if someone's like, I agree. You know 99%. I, I agree with that about eighty eighty two and a half percent. Yeah, yeah. I'm only getting about eighty five percent on that. Sorry, like, uh, I, mean, like, I, I agree with you, but eighty five percent. I'm gonna start doing that. I'm just gonna to fuck say with people. like I'm gonna say something like I'm gonna agree with you nine out of ten times. Yeah, and this is one of them, or this is not one of them. So, I like that. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with that. <laughs> this happens to be this happens to be one of them, or this happens not to be one of them. So, really fuck with people's heads saying shit like that. Speaking <laughs> of odds, speaking of odds and and whatnot, Ooh. I think those are called yeah. odds. I would love yeah. to know Rich's bets for drum roll. Uh, approaching week one, we are about a week away from that. Nine days to be exact. Rich's bets. Yeah, week one, um, I did kind of preview it a little bit earlier. The first thing I got for actual week one games, uh, I've got the under, I'm going to wait on it, Packers, New Orleans. Uh, I already liked the under kind of as it was. I do think that uh, the public will come in on this number. It's at 50 right now. I think the public will come in on this number and bump that number up, probably about 52 by the time we get to game time. Um, and I want to take the under on that. Uh, I think opening opening week of the season, I think both offenses will still need to get their uh, gears, everything cooking for themselves. Um, this whole situation with the hurricane, I think it kind of plays into like. Unfortunately for me, like I I I stacked Jameis Winston with Alvin Kamara. Um, I do think they might have a little bit of struggles here right out in the opening week. So I really I'm, I'm going to probably hammer this under though once we get there, but. Not just yet. Not at 50. Wait for it. I think the public always likes overs. They see New Orleans as a big offense. They see Green Bay as a big offense. So that's one that I like. I actually agreed. 
I'm with I you on that. I think that, man, that's a really oh, tight number. I think it's going to be 3117. So if I'm at 52 and I'm four, four at 52, I like that. 50 is really close. But, so I'm saying I want to wait. I want to wait. I, I do think that number will grow. I think that the public sees offenses. They see opening weekend. They bet overs. So when they bet overs, I want to let them juice it up and bet my under. Makes sense. Um, okay, and then I do just have a couple um, season-long ones that I'm still working on. I, I do like some of these. I think I am going to put a little roll into the, the season-long stuff just because there is value out here. Um, I was looking at wins, overs, and unders today, and we've got the Jags at under, over is set at seven. Seven wins for the Jags. Brad, do you think they're going to hit seven wins Yikes. this season? No. No, no, I don't. I don't either. So <laughs> I think they get five wins. Um, I, I think that's, like that's seven wins. Season. Who's who's in their division? Spout off who's in their division. Colts. I mean, I can. Colts, Texans, and Titans. Okay, I think they'll so do I mean, eight. I think they'll get seven plus wins. Wow. Seven okay. plus. Seven plus. Not eight. Seven plus. Yeah, I don't think they're getting there. I think no. this team just doesn't have enough. Um, rookie rookie quarterback, back Urban Meyer. Saro literally just said back seven up. plus, but not eight. Yeah, meaning <laughs> not eight plus. You know, seven and a half wins? Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. I mean, isn't that how betting You think they're going to get to eight wins, though? You think they're going to get to eight wins? Not eight. Seven that plus. division that you just talked about, yeah, I think they'll get I to mean, eight. I mean, eight is less than five hundred because it's seventeen games now. So yeah, eight there'll be, yeah. be a sub five hundred team. I'm gonna go with that. So oh. take my Cardinals record at twelve and uh, five. Take this one, and let's talk about it in a few weeks. Like, okay. do you like the quarterback player? I'm gonna, What's going I'm gonna on hammer. Him? I'm gonna hammer this under. <laughs> no, I'm purely basing this on numbers. It's it's an analytics slash numbers type of game that I'm going with. Um, it's computing, okay. That's it. That's it. Yeah, um, wow. I'm R two D twoing right now. So um, okay. we'll see what happens. Okay. All right. Well, I got another one. I got one last one for you guys. Um, Philadelphia over under set at under. six and a half wins. <laughs> I didn't care what you said. I said under. Yeah, under. <laughs> Under, yeah, I like that under too. I like it a lot. I can't see them ever winning more than six. That would be their ceiling. I Four will go is under as like well. It's On be. that one, I will go under. Let me ask who's in Nick. that division. Oh, Dallas, Dallas Washington, yep. New York Giants. Yeah, that's fucking under for sure, hundred percent. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think they're. I don't think they have wins on the on the schedule. And Nick Sirianni is kind of like a joke of a coach, kind of to me. Uh, I can see this coach. stuff I like Philly that. imploding pretty quickly. Huh? Joke of a coach. What? I like that. Getting fired in about six games. Joke of a coach. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think he's just there just to just to have a coach and a coach that they could tell what the fuck to do. So, um, I don't think that's I don't think that's going to be a very great situation during this season. So that's it. That's all I got for you this week. All no right. Patriots well, over that's under. all Rich's bets have got. What's up? Oh, I'm still working on that. I, I don't know about that one. I, 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 I want to watch a little Mac Jones tape. I was telling Brad this uh, over under on the Patriots today, but 
I don't know if I, you know, that's something to look at. It's at nine and a half. Um, I, I kind of like the over, but I'm still, I, I want to see what Mac Jones. Really you know, you know, Belichick hasn't slept till Tom, like since Tom Brady won the fucking Super Bowl. That he's like, let's make this happen. That's why I would bet on it. That's why I would like that one. I, we were talking the one for the the division where they're plus three fifty, but I think this one, you know, it's like even money almost. Um, I kind of like that. I think they're going to get ten wins. I think. I think, like you said, Belichick's. He's ready and he's, he's going to stay up all man. hours. Yeah, he's, he's he's ready to win some games. He's not going to go through two years like that. And and dude, Cam is a guy he's that not, he's not used to that kind of lifestyle. And Cam is a guy that would you know like you game plan for everything, but he's like you know what when it comes down to it, I see this, I'm going to do it my way. And Belichick fucking hates that shit. He's like, dude, you do it my way because I win and just do your fucking job. Yeah. And I don't think Cam necessarily fit that mold. So while I think he was like a good like band aid, he was itching to get rid of him. You got to learn how to be a robot, like Mister Brady. Just fucking do your thing, baby. That's what he does. So yes, we'll sir. see. Week one is coming up nine days away. Actually, less. No, it's actually nine days away. Thursday is the ninth. A week from nine Thursday days. is the ninth. And who yeah, plays we'll have Rich? One- uh, the Thursday night game is the Tampa Bay Bucks and the Dallas Cowboys. Oh man, that's gonna be awesome! Can't wait to see yeah, that game. That's a good start, man. I'm I'm, I'm excited. But yeah, we'll have one more one more episode next week. We'll do like kind of. I'm sure we'll kind of get into like not game by game or anything, but we'll talk some of the games that we're excited about. We'll do we'll do on. predictions on the first game and uh, see who we think is going to win game one. Maybe who knows, but. Yeah. Yeah, Brad, what up? Yeah, we're going to do, uh, if anyone hasn't picked up on it already, like a little different flow going through the season. Uh, Last year, we kind of went through each game, talked about a breakdown, who we liked in each thing, and it just got very rigorous, you know. It it became very like a grind. It didn't seem fun. So what we decided to do is kind of take less of the fantasy aspect out of it and kind kind of go more just like general football talk. So... You know, it's just kind of switching things up, and hope you yeah. hope you guys are liking the different flow. We're just trying trying new things, and hopefully, you guys like it. I'd like to, I'd like to take a page out of um, you know all of the uh, professional commentators. I would love to like track the three of ours um, predictions or who we think is going to win, and track that shit. Oh, we'll do and that. Maybe like be like, all right, well, you know, it's week seven, and. Uh, Rich is uh, four and two on his predictions, or whatever. Like you know, you pick yeah. the game of the week, or whatever the fuck. Like we'll we'll do something like that. So yeah, yeah, we can do that. I don't know if you know this about Rich, but Brad he writes Kelly, everything yeah. down. So throughout this podcast, just like we did Good. last year, he has like a whole so list. Do we call of it when Brad? Do do we call it when Brad's money or when Rich's money? So who, who wants to give up a million bucks? No. <laughs> like Terry Bradshaw. I'll do it. Anyway. Maybe listen. maybe down the road. When we <laughs> listen, get down the road. We're, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're, we're chopping it down. It's 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 almost bedtime for all of us. So, everyone, thank you for joining uh, Organic Football Podcast. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Amazon Music, all of all of them. Like, all of them. Like, just... Just go on there and just search Organic Football Podcast. If we pop up, just fucking follow it. In addition, 
Send us your questions, your thoughts, uh, your roster, whatever you want, and we will talk about it on the next show. But till then, thanks for joining in. Have a great night. And uh, Brad and Rich, you guys have a great night, and I'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace. Good night, fellas. I'm bored as hell, man. This sucks.